love you. I forgot how it started. <laughs> Give me a second. You didn't have it? Like... <laughs> Gentle folk, ladies and men, we're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us here on the couch? I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faces Leon. Mm. <laughs> this is Green Faces on the Couch. Indeed. It is. And it is a podcast about movies and TV. Here we is are again. It? <gasps> Gasp! What a surprise! So if you're if you're here to listen to this, uh, I I would uh, I guess I shouldn't assume. I mean, this is a new movie. Maybe somebody wants to hear about the new movie. But we have done a whole playlist on the. You know, I really was thinking that the whole thing was called the Fast Saga, but this is the Fast Saga. Wait, F nine is just the Fast Saga? It's there. The subtitle is the Fast Saga. Holy shit! I didn't it's F nine, the Fast Saga. Well, then, what the hell do you call the franchise? <laughs> I, yeah, I thought the. <laughs> the well, anyhow, we've been calling it the Fast and Furious playlist. I guess that's a yeah. good placeholder for now. And this is the uh, this is the finale for now of the Fast and Furious playlist. Right. Still in theaters. We finally caught up to where they're at. So maybe in two more years, we'll uh, we'll tack on another episode of this playlist. But for now, who knows? This is it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, they do have like three more movies planned because they're who who like. I mean, honestly, I, I, they announced that they plan to go to like thir- thirteen films like total, and I'm kind of hoping that includes the Hobbs films, the the Hobbs and Shaw's right. films. Because if it does, then we only have like two more Fast and Furious movies left, and that's fine. I can handle that. Two more Fast and Furious movies, one more Hobbs and Shaw movie, wrap it up in a nice bow, never come back to it again. That's totally okay. It's got to end sometime, right? It's got to end sometime. I Though, you know, who fucking knows, man? The who family knows? could just keep on evolving. Dude, they keep growing it with each <laughs> movie. Like, oh my god. And now they've... They, okay. I, uh, we're going to have to throw a spoiler wall up. Are we? Okay. I mean, not, 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 like, not right now. Right, right, right. But I will say that there is an introdu- a new character introduced in this film in the form of John Cena. I'm sure we'll t- – I think it's fine to say before the spoiler wall that he is Dom Toretto's brother, his younger yes. brother. Yeah, I kind of grasped that from the trailer that I saw, so I don't know if that okay. is a spoiler. Yeah, I don't even know if I watched the trailer. I can't remember if I did or not. But – but uh, th- there is, you know, obviously there's contention between him and him and Dom. But as this as this franchise has tried to do so many fucking times in the past, you know, near the end of the movie, there's kind of a flop where he starts to become a member of the family. Right. When did it happen? I don't know. I really I think it was like on the road during their final chase scene. Like, <laughs> it's really stupid. It, it, it really did feel like a very ham-fisted. We're trying to replace Brian's character. Like yeah, we don't yeah, want we don't want to do injustice to Paul Walker. We're not going to do an animation of his face. We're not going to reuse footage of him. We have we have signed him off the franchise. That's great. We're good. You know, it's very respectful and clean. But now they're like we're missing that. There's something missing here, and it right. really just felt like they were just trying to jam John Cena into that hole. Yeah, it did. It I now that you mention it, it kind of did, especially with there's some flashbacks to yeah. Dom and Mia and 
Jake were kids. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> especially got completely different young, actors to play, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And this is like maybe it feels like it's only like one or two years or the same year even <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. the, that they meet Brian. Ooh, but we do we do get to uh, I mean I guess it's it's a few years before because we get to see uh, what Vin Diesel was, or uh, Dom Toretto was sent to jail for. We get to we finally do. see that event, which we do uh, see that. not as exciting as we thought it would be. Yeah, I really thought that you know would be. I mean, there was a wrench. There was, yeah. They undercompensated, I'll say. That. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the guy was just a jackass, and, like, th- that wasn't deserved. He was just right. a dick. Like, yeah. Vin Diesel easily could have just been like, punch, punch! Right, and then be done, yeah. Yeah, no, he he grabbed a wrench, things got serious, and uh, he went to jail times, like, you know, way back before Fast and Furious 1. Uh, the Fast and the Furious, if, if we will recall. Yeah. You know what I found out? Is that there's like a really old movie called The Fast and the Furious. Oh, really? Racing cars. Uh, yeah. I think maybe we should tag it on to this sometime. <laughs> yeah, it's got nothing to do with it, but we'll toss it into the playlist. Yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> but let's let's dive into F9, the Fast Saga, apparently. Uh, guess what? We got Justin Lin back to direct. What a surprise. Yeah. He came back. It's been so long. Uh, but we lost in the process. We lost Chris Morgan. What, was he the the writer? Oh god! Oh, now I gotta go back. I to, don't know. Yeah, Chris Morgan. Chris Morgan has been the writer for like since Fat Too Fast Too Furious or something like that. Wow. Uh, he didn't write this one. This one's written by Daniel Casey and Justin Lin, the director himself. He he helped write this one. And. Who boy, we got a lot to talk about with yeah. this. This is, yeah, this is fun. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't have a lot to talk about, but of the movie, there's a lot to di- di- to divulge to divulge. Yes. Yeah, sure, we're going to divulge some of it, I'm sure. But as I said, John Cena is here. He is the 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 big bad of this film for you know for part of it. Most all, yeah, yeah he, so big bad that he has captured Cipher. Uh, yeah. Charlize Theron. She is locked away in a nice little cage. Sporting her second worst haircut of the series. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's much better. Yeah, you do think so? I don't know, man. They're both pretty bad. It's, I mean, I, I hate the other one. This one is at least passable. Yeah. Like, I totally right. see her and I'm like, yeah, you're a villain now. Like, I can, I okay. can feel it. All right. It's more, more kind of like corporate chic. I would say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it very much is. And I will admit, I was wrong. They are not going to go the trying to turn her into family route. She is still just as evil as she always is in yeah. the first movie, which, good on them. They finally found a villain. Yeah, she was too too evil. They finally found somebody they're just going to stick with. You know, they're just going to keep doing her over again. It's like, yeah, we'll just keep throwing her in there. We need a villain. She'll fill the hole. And that's fine. She's always yeah. been the villain. <laughs> Every movie, the villain. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, they, yeah, they might recon it to be like, yeah, she was, you know, oh, I mean, I guess they already have done. They have uh, since yeah. Braga. Since yeah, that's Braga, right, dude. God damn, look at them go, and like, you know, I, I still don't connect with her as the villain. I'm still not in, you know, intrigued or mystified or intimidated by her character as the villain. Like nothing against Charlize Theron, she's a no, killer she's fucking amazing. actor. I, yeah, yeah. But it's just this character. I just don't care. 
And the the big bad plot this time, John Cena is trying to he's like trying to to steal a code or something that'll give him control of satellites. Yeah, it's a program. But, yeah, it's a program. Yeah. Another MacGuffin. It's another a program MacGuffin. that, uh, and it's in two parts. And it has a DNA lock. Yeah. <laughs> It spins together, and then it's a Rubik's Cube, and it summons Hellraiser, uh, Pinhead, I mean, and <laughs> and then you also have to press, like, you gotta press all the buttons in that, like, Simon Says game, you know? Yep, exactly. Uh, and then he gets to have control of all the nukes. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's just a beautiful thing. He's always, as we see from the flashbacks, little Dom Toretto's brother, whose name I do not know, and we'll call him just Little Jacob. Dom. Jacob, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, he's he's always just lived in his brother's shadow. It's yeah, just uh, it's it stop me worst. if you've heard this story before. Like you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's always lived in his brother's shadow. He always, he feels like he just has to be. You know, he's got to do something huge and spectacular to finally get out from underneath the great legendary folk hero that is Dom Toretto. And I guess stealing all the world's nukes is. Uh, that's the answer you know if you want to outdo if you want to if you want to best your brother you uh you steal the nukes <laughs> you steal the nukes <laughs> don't go help out a soup kitchen or anything i don't even know if they gave a motivation of why he thought that that was a good idea like like was he did he think that his ideals on the world we're so much better than the rest of the world that it's like, okay, if I get the nukes, then I can make the world my way. See, I think that it, I it's know. almost the exact same motivation as uh, as Cypher, as Charlize Theron's character kind of, isn't it? Because like that's yeah. what, you know, she was just like, I want to steal all this shit so that I have the power and I can make everything good. And it's like, well, you're yeah, clearly not good, so that's not a good not thing. Good, yeah. <laughs> no, you do bad things. And Jacob himself is even morally questionable. Like I don't, I don't think yeah. I want him to have the world's yeah, power he, either. He, no, definitely not. But at the very least, he doesn't like shoot somebody after they already made a point. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he might have done that in this movie. Oh, did he? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure that I did pay attention for the whole movie. There was some really good fun parts. I will oh, say man. that that I was that I was into. Yeah, it's this is like iconic flashed up uh, flashed fa fast and furious. I keep wanting to say flash and curious. This is the iconic fast and furious film and that great action, a lot of fun. It's really stupid and over the top. I'm not paying attention to the story. Like it no. it, it matched it matched everything again like not since seven. Like seven is still the one that is just like, yeah, that, that stuck was with me, fun. Definitely, it's great. It sure did. This one, I watched it probably what three or four days ago, and like I'm struggling to remember. Same. The only things I really remember, are like you know, stuff they do with Rowan Pierce, a lot of the stuff with Dom's character. Like I don't give a damn about the flashbacks. The flashbacks started, and I tuned out. Like I, I yeah. mean, I watched them, but I didn't absorb them. I was just, I was like, we know what fucking happens. I do think that there was honestly some fairly good acting, some fairly good em uh, emulating the characters of that first movie. Like, they brought right. back so many people. Uh, like, there was a, a young Vince. <laughs> uh, That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, when they brought his friends from the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was it so was funny. hilarious. That, that did really make me laugh. And... 
that was that was all this movie was was like <clears throat> what can we recapture right like what you know it's like what can we bring back what can we do again and still make it so that it was crazy and more over yeah. the top than the last one yeah who plays young dom his name is vinnie bennett vinnie bennett you know yeah. I, i'm not gonna say anything about uh any of the younger actors they did a good job but yeah. i feel like he was th- did it seem to you like he was trying to do like vin diesel's voice a little too hard oh, like <laughs> yeah oh definitely I, I mean he he was but the, some of the time it was right on though Right, right, but right. other times, yeah, it was like okay, he's just he's just trying to do Vin Diesel. But the thing is, is that I do think he's a little bit better of an actor than Vin Diesel. So I'm, yeah, he definitely. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say much because it's like Vin Diesel is just definitely stuck yeah. to one niche market yeah. area. So it's like I would agree with you that he is um, that Vinny Bennett is a be- was probably a better actor. But like, I don't know if I want to insult Vin Diesel on uh, our podcast. No, but he beat the fuck out of us. He, yeah, he's a big guy, but he <laughs> probably him. is super nice, and I, I honestly do yeah. enjoy the films that I've seen with him in. I, they are now mostly this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like, yeah, this is his <clears throat> his magnum opus. I feel like even if he's not <laughs> terribly involved creatively, uh, it's just like this is this is his baby. This is his franchise, like. Even right. if he wasn't in the first three films as much, but still, <laughs> yeah, it's become sure. his. I, I think he is probably a big, a, a probably bigger proponent in the creative side than we yeah. think. I mean, he he. I don't know how much involvement he has. He I would was, assume he has. He more, did but. a couple of directing things before he really made it. So I I, I think he'd have an interest in in participating. Yeah, I feel like he might have definitely had a producer's foot in the door. I didn't look up who the producers were, but like, I feel like he yeah. definitely did. Yeah, I mean, he's got so much money. I, I'm sure that the only reason, part of the only reason that these keep on going, I mean, obviously they make money. But part right. of the reason they get, keep going is because he wants to do it. Yeah. I'm curious if this one made money since it was uh, released streaming also. Like, I'm curious how it's doing uh, yeah. in the market. Because, yeah. I mean, hell, they they... Uh, some of the action stunts they do are, you know, so big and bombastic that you know they spent a good buck on this film. Uh, like, yeah, they did. And with again, they brought they brought like all of their cast back. Uh, so it's like, except for you don't have. So we have Caesar, we have Vin Diesel of our of our Roman uh, triumvirate. Sure. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I keep floating around which ones are which, but he, <laughs> he, I feel like I feel like if we're actually gonna focus on the tr- the Roman triumvirate there, the 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 one everybody knows. I feel like Vin Diesel is our Caesar. Oh sure, yeah. and so I feel I, I think that makes Jason Statham, Pompey, and Dwayne Johnson Crassus. Like I feel like that's okay. that's fair, and we don't have Pompey and Crassus. They are now dead, and it is just Caesar remaining. Oh, I mean, obviously, Thomas <laughs> and Shaw are not dead, but <laughs> but they're not in this. No, film. he just let them have instead of marching on Pompey, he let them keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you guys can have, you can have your film. I don't know. This is my, this is my franchise now. <laughs> you don't know what? Yeah, I history well enough to know. Oh if yeah. I mean, I don't know either. Right, I know that right. uh, Crassus died first, and then uh, Caesar went to like he was chasing down Pompey, but before he can get to Pompey, Pompey was killed by uh, backstabbers and other shit. You know, 
That was kind of right. a common thing back there was getting backstabbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A lot of, lot of civil wars just before that and after that period. But yeah, the, 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 the triumvirate is, is shattered here because Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. they're not in this film. And I don't know why. Well, okay. Okay. Well, I did do just a real brief look. It's super okay. brief. I didn't really do too much digging. Dwayne said that he wasn't in it because the filming of it collided with the release of the promotional trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. Gotcha. So he was doing like publicity and stuff like that. Huh. Uh, but Shaw actually, I mean, this is not, I don't know if I, if this spoilers, but Shaw makes an appearance. He does. Oh, is it, it's a credit scene, right? Yeah. yeah. It's in yeah. the post credit scene. So there is a post credit scene and it has Shaw in it. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it because that is yeah. spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I keep, I keep, I didn't stick around because since I watched this on my couch, it's like once the credits rolled, honestly, I wasn't like super impressed by I this wasn't film. Super impressed. Either. Yeah. So so when the credits rolled, I just stopped it. I didn't even I didn't even stick around for the credits. So like I missed that scene, but I don't think it's a spoiler because I do think people should know going in advance there is a post credit scene. So if you do watch this film, you did like what you see, and you want to continue with. I mean, I'm I'm still going to continue with the Fast and right. Furious franchise. And, and, I, come on, and once but, we get behind the wall, I'll tell you what the post credit scene was because you didn't see it. I mean, honestly, do we just want to dip behind the wall and then talk yeah. film? Let's because, do that. Yeah. Let's build that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, spoiler voiders. Go to 3620 and you will be fine and dandy. All right. So we're safe behind the wall. Let's, uh, I guess let's just go through the film. You know, you have the opening. Oh, sure. For whatever fucking reason, Mr. Nobody yet again turns to the Toretto family. Yeah, he's not really in the movie. No, but. <laughs> it's, it's another huge loss. It's Kurt fucking Russell. You're just gonna yeah. bring him back for a tiny cameo where he's just like in a in a he's in a crappy screen. little camera screen. Yeah, yeah and, like, and a flashback. Uh, it was upsetting, but uh, for whatever reason, Mister Nobody and the government's turning yet again to the Toretto family uh, because you know they're under attack. Shit's getting stolen. They they took Cipher from the government. I guess she was kidnapped by the government. I can't remember. I guess that's what happened uh, in Fate of the Furious. I don't remember. She got her hairdresser in there somehow. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I think that, that might have been the prison cut. They might have just put a bull on her head and just went, Ew. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the, the uh, John Cena, he attacks Mr. Nobody. And like, I don't even know if they determine whether Mr. Nobody's dead or not. Like, I don't he definitely do. goes down. Yeah, who knows? He might he might not be back know. anymore. Do they even have like his intern from the last movie, whatever his name was? I don't even remember him. Ass murderer Ace. Oh, Scott Deuces. Eastwood. No, Scott. no, he's not. Yeah, uh, he's not in it. Not to my knowledge, at least. But uh, but yeah, Dom gets the Dom is not interested in this at all. When the when the family comes to him to try to re, you know get the family back together no. to go help Mister Nobody, he raises his baby. Yeah, they they find Dom and uh, and Letty, you know, out in the middle of nowhere doing the Hawkeye thing. They're just raising their kid. They're just having right. fun, teaching about cars. This is you know great. And as Dom says, well, when Brian had a kid, I got he got to believe the whole gang. So I'm done. I'm done with this game. You know, I don't want to be in it anymore. And it's just like, okay, sure. They're like I get it. Yeah, you're raising a kid. It makes sense. Why the fuck are we still doing this franchise? <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) But then he sees the photo of his brother and he's just like, okay, I'm in it to win it. And he joins the family. Yeah. I don't really remember where they go from there. I don't either, but it has to do with magnets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, Natalie, Natalie, uh, Emmanuel, who she, what's her character's name? Ramsey. Ramsey. That's right. Yeah, she she's just she's learning how to drive a truck for the very first time, and she's driving around a city that has a, like a supercharged magnet. And she's using that to to help yeah. out the good guys. That was good. Oh my that god, that was fun. That was fun. But I have to say, this movie they might as well have called FX because there was a lot more computer effects in this movie than any of the other ones. And you know why they also should have called it FX? Because they went to space. space. They did it. (laughs) And you know, I'm justifying it. it. Yeah, they should have, in my opinion, they should have waited until FX to do it. But this is technically the 10th movie in the franchise. True. Hobbs and Shaw is like 8.5. Actually, I don't even know if Hobbs and Shaw is between number eight and number nine. Like, it came out that way, but wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you say it kind of feels like there's stuff missing still from Hobbs and Shaw? Because, yeah, they talk about, like, we talked about it when we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, I don't know what I was going to say. Good all that. <laughs> no, we, we had talked about uh, the fact that Owen, right, Owen Shaw, it. younger brother Shaw, is, like, dead or something in, in, yeah, fa- it, in, in Hobbs and Shaw. It was like Shaw. a throwaway line almost. Yeah, it's really weird. And, like, I was kind of expecting them to do that in this movie, to, like, fill in that gap. No. The only Shaw outside of the credit scene, the only Shaw we get is Helen Mirren, which is still a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I liked, yeah. yeah, I I liked the car that was hers or she stole. I don't know, but it was a I nice, think she stole. But it fit Queenie, the character, very well. Yeah, um, and I really I, love her. I wish they would use I, her more. Yeah, she's awesome in it. I, I don't know why, <laughs> but I, I like that character a lot. I wasn't so sure the first time because – I think the accent threw me, right. but she just does such a good job. And the way they use her in this is great, but it's definitely just to get her in the movie. Like it was <laughs> like, there was so many ways to get that information. But if you're going right. to go to London in this series and not mention the Shaws, that is a missed opportunity. That's true. Exactly. But it, it definitely is just a shoehorned moment just to get that character face. And that's what this whole this whole movie is about bringing back these characters. You get Jordana Brewster back. That's right. Playing Mia. She shows up. I mean, obviously Brian's not there, but like they excuse right. it, which it's fine. He's yeah, he's with the baby. Yeah, and I respect them still <laughs> leaving that out. Like that's that's fine. Yeah. Let it be. Like stop even men- like I'm sorry, Jordana Brewster, but like stop even mentioning her. Like it makes no sense that she well This was her brother. Yeah. So it would have been kind of weird. I, people would have asked that question yeah why wasn't mia there but after this like i I feel like they need to stop using her because like it it just makes more sense for her and brian to be out of the game yeah but but next time it'll probably be dom's dad who's back to life you know even though he burned in that car i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure he'll come back it was it was to get the insurance money like he had an escape hatch (laughs) yeah he yeah he you know you know what he was a holographic image, just like That's Han. Right. Just like Han. Sung Kang, he's back. Well, Number you nine. know what? I'm actually ex- happy they brought him back. I thought he was a good character. And really, the whole time that they used him in the, like, the 
the actual story. I the right. whole time I was just waiting for him to actually go to Tokyo. <laughs> and it, right, right. Yeah, and so it just felt like now that he's back I can just accept that he's Han. I'm not waiting for this moment to happen and I actually am excited to see him again if they bring him up. And he's and a lot might. of fun here. You know, he's very subdued. He's still he still is Han. Like you still get that, but he's a more weathered Han. Like he's been through right. some shit, he, man. He's been through some shit and he talks about it. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> is it L? Is that the character's name? Uh, Anna Sawe? I'm sorry if that's a mispronunciation. But the young woman that is traveling with him. That's, I a, think, I think so. an interesting story. Uh, yeah. So they, they connect Han with Mr. Nobody, which that's that's a spoiler. That, yeah, through Giselle. Well, I mean, we're yeah, viable. That's fair. So that's what he's been doing is yeah. working with Mr. Nobody and then he disappeared with this L character and kind of raised her on the run. Yeah, they they mentioned that when they found out that Deckard Shaw had gone rogue, Mr. Nobody put that the holographic image driving Han in play. It makes right. no sense. Like it's no. really stupid. No. I did not I was like that's how they're going to like It's such a soap opera turn. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. But like I am happy that Han's back. But now, since we brought Han back, what's to say that Giselle, when she fell out of the airplane, didn't land on 5,000 mattresses and is still alive somewhere? That was the longest fucking runway ever. So let's bring Gal Gadot back, damn it. Whoa. I mean, come on, am I right? But only if she has the lasso of truth. Yeah, that'd be be nice. Or that'll be the new MacGuffin. Oh, yeah, they're trying to steal Wonder Woman's armor. Yeah. But like so, I, I I like the Han and Giselle relationship far more than any other relationships they put forward in this franchise because it was like that one just it worked it was nice and it was like they didn't they didn't go deep into it it was just two characters who liked each other and it was fine you know you got a little bit of PDA and that's okay that's okay but like Tej and Tej and Ramsey I've been liking that until this film it like, wasn't really there. They, they kind of made Tej just an asshole. Like, whenever whenever she would start to do something, he's like, oh, don't do that. And she's like, I'm more of a tech wizard than you are, dumbass. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and, like, they, they made a point of that, like, three or four times where it's like he would tell her something. And it's clear he's just being that, you know, the man in the situation where he's trying to mansplain something. And she's like, dude, I am smarter than you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, maybe they're setting up a breakup so that in FX, she can date Roman Pierce. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking, man. But Roman, he's got the genius. He understands what's up. He He knows the whole family is... uh... He somehow read the script and is having deja vu. (laughs) He's like, I'm just going to play this coy and I'm going to be the hero in the end because I'm always (laughs) the fucking hero in the end. Yeah. And and in this film, Roman's big moment is that he finds out that the family's invincible. Right. they, they really go ham on him explaining to everybody. He's just like, I don't think we can die. Like, <laughs> there's literally a scene where he is running away from, like, 10 to 20 different armed shooters. Right. And are all, they're all firing at him, all automatic rifles. Like, they're, they're just blaring bullets on him. Nothing hits him. Nothing hits him. He gets a few holes, few holes in his coat or his, or his sock cap but or no something blood. he's wearing. No it blood. was there was a hole in his in his shirt, but he didn't get shot. 
Yeah, he's invincible. I, I feel like this is a very ADHD episode because I'm jumping around to like all these things. He, yeah. But when we when we when they do go to space, it's Roman and Tej who go yeah. to space. That's and good stuff. It, it is good stuff, and that's where that's where Roman's like, you know, we're gonna be the hero today. We're gonna go do this hilarious thing, and we're gonna do something about you know we're, we're gonna do what we can, even if it means we're gonna die. But we're not gonna die because we're fucking invincible. And I mean, he's not wrong. They are fucking invincible. They got plot armor out the Gazoo. I don't know what Gazoo is, but it's out I the don't Gazoo. Either. I'm not entirely sure. But that does bring me to who got them to space. And that's <laughs> that's Sean from Tokyo Drift, Lewis Black, oh. who for some reason acts like he doesn't know who Dom is, even though they had him in the last movie. But. <laughs> Whatever, but also uh, Shad Moss, uh, uh, you know, once upon a time went by Bow Wow. I, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, but Twinkie, even though he doesn't yeah. go by that a- anymore, and they don't give him another name, that kind of pissed me <laughs> off. Uh, he <laughs> didn't, did they? <laughs> they didn't. He said, "I don't go by that anymore," and then they didn't give him a different name. Oh my god, that's terrible! I, it, it was just probably to poke fun that he doesn't go by Bow Wow anymore, right? But I was kind of mad that they didn't give him a name. I really was. Yeah. But anyhow, they decided to research rockets and how to make cars go rocket speed. So they partnered with this engineer who I I sadly don't remember uh, who played this character or the character's name. I apologize. But anyhow, they put that all together and I keep on saying, but anyhow, they put the the car together and they have this rocket on it. And then they decide that's what they're going to use to shoot them into space and to go into low orbit by uh, hitching them on an airplane. Yeah, even though like the five trial runs that they've tried this before have all exploded, sure, yeah. it's going to work now yeah, because they've got plot armor. They yeah. have the thickest plot armor of any franchise ever. It's amazing. It really and is amazing. Literal plot armor. That's what they, that is what they have. And speaking of... <laughs> and speaking of... The Tokyo Drift duo that comes back. So does the Spanish speaking duo from the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. The fourth they, I one. Think That's the fourth one in. was the first one that they're in. Okay. Yeah, I, I like those guys. Uh, they just bring in the younger versions of them, and yeah. then only one of the guys. Uh, I believe it's Don Omar, the actor, uh, who actually makes it to the end of the movie. Which I I thought that they should have been involved in those guys throughout. Yeah, they were uh, funny. Like it was, yeah, they it was really good... were, and the subtitle jokes were great too. Like they always yeah. did fun things with the subtitles, which they did in this movie too. Yeah, and when you're gonna have like some kind of driving chase scene, you always have something that you need to cut away to that's funny. You know, you always need those one-liner cutaways, and like they were perfect for that. That was those were the people you go to. It's like, oh, we need something stupid to happen right here just to break up the tension of the action a little bit. And we'll cut to the Spanish-speaking guys, and we'll just have them, you know, yelling at each other in the car. It's funny. (laughs) And their dialogue (laughs) is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, And they were good actors, but they they just got lost in the family. Yeah, and I feel like, though, they they were just kind of there, kind of felt like props a little bit. They never 
got focused on and i felt like they could have this movie i felt like did a good job of showing how dom met them that was kind of fun but that's all they really did with it so before we take the wall down i do want to talk about this post credit scene just because you haven't seen it right right so and i have i have one action scene also that i want to talk about still okay all right well do you want to do that first since this is the i'm talking about that sure yeah 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 the uh the scene i wanted to talk about and it's just this brief little thing that i just remembered dominic toretto is so strong that he murders like a thousand henchmen in this film and then pulls a building down on top of himself yep yeah he does yeah that was that was impressive and that's also where i was just completely like so when they introduced the uh, Sean Sean Lucas Black, Lucas Black Sean, Sean the character's name was Sean. Yeah, when they introduced Sean, that I sent you a message, uh, the faceless Leon over there. I sent him a message that was just a baby putting its arms up, just like yeah, fuck it, I'm in. You know, I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, it's it, that was the moment where I was just like, you know, I'm not digging this film, but fuck it, I'm still entertained, and it, I understand yeah. this is just the big reunion movie. This is where we bring everyone back, so that for the next three movies we can bring all these people together again. Right. Fine, I'm okay with it. When he pulled that building down on top of himself, that's when I was like, "All right, fuck it. This is just dumb." Yeah, this is stupid. He like they they have shown in the past that he is unusually strong. Like he lifts right. an engine by himself at multiple different occasions. I believe he lifts an engine by himself, <laughs> and that nobody, nobody. And he could serve. He could survive like seventy mile hour car crash, like oh, yeah. jumps across a bridge and like fall into a car, like right. yeah, catch that's, people that's in the air, like yeah. a giant baseball mitt. Actually, doesn't that? Yeah, le- that happens to Letty where she like jumps out of a window in this movie and just lands on a car and she's fine. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> but she was like trying to get away from somebody, right? I don't remember. I think so. Oh, she she tackled somebody through it. I think she, yeah, I think she was trying oh. to get away from somebody, but she was trying to save. Maybe she was trying to save them. I can't remember. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, it's there's so much <laughs> shit like that where it's like these people are just, they literally are invincible superheroes, and it's just yeah. I think that is now what FX is going to be because they did go to space. That they're going to be like, wait, Roman's right. We have superpowers. How did this oh happen? Oh my god! And then they meet their Professor X, which isn't Mister Nobody. Mister Nobody. Mr. Nobody was like their Jarvis, okay, compared to this guy that they're going to invent for this new <laughs> episode. <laughs> he gets them all together and he's like, you guys are some special ass kids. And he's going to teach it... them how to use their powers. I want them to do this so bad. And I also want them to cast Patrick Stewart in that role. Yeah. Because that would be hilarious. I and then... Did. And then they do flashbacks with uh with that character and it's played by James McAvoy. Like yes. that's the only way it can be. Yeah, that is the only way that they can do that. <laughs> so let's talk about this post credit scene real quick. Yes. So Shaw is beaten up on this bag, which is also which is actually somebody that he has captive in the punching bag. Ooh. Yeah. So it's kind of a slow reveal. It's kind of, it is a fun scene. This scene. So it's, I'd say it's worth watching, even though I'm going to spoil it all for you. And then he unzips the bag and he talks to the guy a little bit and the guy gives him the information he wants. And then he starts zipping the bag back up and he's like, wait, 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 I gave you what you wanted. And he said, yeah, but how do you think I keep in such good shape? And he's 
<laughs> and then the door bell rings, and he goes to answer it, and it's Han. Ooh. And that's where the scene's over. So, Interesting. Like, if that's what they're going to just start with in FX, I could be down for that. I mean, yeah. I kind of want to see what Han has. This Han, though. Is fucked up, man. I don't like. Who knows what's gonna happen? I, he, I don't think he's gonna try to attack him. But knowing Shaw, he, Shaw might think he's going to and right. act first. He's like, "You tried to kill me. I thought I did kill you." together. It really is. And let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's tear down that wall and do closing statements because. uh I'm ready to talk, or I'm ready to just put the cap on this one. Hell yeah! Uh, it's it. The, the script is just so fucking on the nose. Like it, the, literally, Roman Pierce is just the. I'm going to explain everything that the writer wants me to explain. Right. And he's Definitely. like, I'm going to do it. You know. And again, it's the exact same thing too with the action scenes where we're not going to tell Roman the situation. That way, we have somebody to explain it to in the situation. Rather than just, you know, explaining it to the audience. You know, this is going to be our way to, like, shoehorn it in there. And, like, again, it's been fine in the past. It's fine now, but I'm just tired of it. Like, it's just stale. And I don't like their villains. I I still don't understand where they're really going with it. Like, they're really trying hard with their villains now. I thought, I really thought they were going to use the the villain from Hobbs and Shaw. Could still be Cypher. Yeah, well, but, yeah, because we don't know who we don't know who the director is, so it could be it could still be Cipher, and maybe that you know I feel like that's just kind of too on the nose too, but right. that is this franchise. But fuck it, you know that's that's kind of where I'm at with this this movie was like just fuck it, like the action was fun. I was able to turn my brain off and still enjoy enough of what was going on. It was a huge reunion. We brought like back a shit ton of characters, even if it, a lot of them were like flashback reunion kind of things. But we we, right. we touched upon a lot of the this series. Pretty much everybody. Yeah, and it's and that's kind of nice. But I'm only giving it two and a half stars. It's still it's yeah. still just like a very middle ground Fast and Furious film. Like they're never gonna, in my opinion, they're never gonna reach the the Furious Seven no. heights again. Like no. that was that was the apex, and it's just downhill from here. For sure, I one hundred percent agree with you on that last sentiment. But honestly, man, I I really didn't think like there like like you said there were moments where I was like, oh man, okay, this bit is good, and I'm having a fun time. But for the majority of the movie, I wasn't so sure that it was super great. Like I can't say that it was incompetent though so it gets a face but i think it, it it's not my least favorite of, of no. the, the series the fast saga it did kind of make me like tokyo drift a little more I yeah. Say that. <laughs> yeah like that I, is still that is still like my least well i don't know if i would actually consider my least favorite i haven't really put a lot of thought into it but i really just don't care for tokyo drift it's just you know what though this is technically the last episode and we do typically choose oh that's right the best uh, and the, the worst. best and the worst yeah yeah so what do you think i mean best obviously is furious 7 like no doubt about that and worst, I mean, it's it's really hard because, like, I respect the first one for setting up what it did. Right. You know, 
And I, I respect this. I like the second one more than I like the first one. And so it, it's really just comes down to between four and three, I feel like, because four is just a huge derivative. And three sure. is just a, a just a weird random offshoot that hangs out like a sore thumb until until later installments. So I think I would put it as as Tokyo Drift being my least favorite still. Okay. Well, you know, I had some time to think while you were ripping on two of them that I actually like, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, I like Tokyo Drift because it is completely different. Like, I yeah. don't know why that is part of the reason that it appeals to me. And it's a really kind of a goofy movie and part, for some reason, that. It's like yeah. also the fish out of water kind of feel to it appealed to me. That's the fair. fourth one, like I felt like was, it is the perfect reboot movie. I think it's a pretty strong movie. If, if yeah. the other three didn't exist, it'd be a pretty strong movie. <laughs> right, right. But, but yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming with number three. Like, I really do. There's a huge love for it. There's a, there's a, it's a weird following. movie. And, yeah. and I like it for that reason. So, seven, 100% agree with you. I think if I was going to pick what, my least favorites were i think it would be the first one the fifth one and this one because i think i liked the eighth one better than this one yeah and i didn't really like that one so (laughs) though i i think the fifth one might be better than those other two so i don't know maybe this is my least favorite one because yeah. at the very least, the first movie, was, as strange as it is, was kind of was original-ish. So, <laughs> right. There's something to it. There's something to it. Uh, there's yeah. a reason why it became uh, ten more, eight, nine more movies, rather. I think it's this one. This is my least yeah. favorite. That's fair. It totally is fair. But uh, I think that has been the playlist. It has. And I'm sorry, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> you were great in the Suicide yeah, Squad. Thought, that was amazing. And honestly, I didn't think he was bad in this. It just wasn't. No, a no. He's just he's just a stonewall villain. Like I don't yeah. care. And his his fucking story is like, oh, my brother has such a huge legacy, and I can't live up to it. Oh, <laughs> this is my world, dumb. And and we've heard that story a thousand fucking times. Like, yeah. For sure. Come up with something. But uh, I have uh, been and always will be the Green Traveler. And uh, who knows how much longer I will be the face of Leon. Oh, shit. He's melting rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, though, I, I felt that way for this past month, but it's today was beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah, global warming's hitting you hard. Yeah, sure is. But who knows if, you know, I, I, I do a little bit better until it gets super cold and then I'm a little brittle, but. You start chipping off. <laughs> I think we already did the other bit. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.